0: All right, everybody, we're back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It is Monday, and we are joined now by some of the greatness of the Lincoln Stars. We got head coach Rocky Russo, and we've got the goaltender, the man between the pipes, Cameron Whitehead. That's pretty good. That was pretty good. That's really good. We're going to
2: have to bring you in for a special guest. I'm ready to go. PA guy. PA guy. Oh uh, yeah between the pipes, ah uh, yeah listen our, our PA guy's pretty legit,
0: yeah, he's been there for a long time is it um is it Estadillo? Craig Estadillo. Craig Estadillo. he's been there for a long time. he's been time. there
2: a long time he does a he does an unbelievable job but but he does get busy every once in a while, and we do need to fill in I mean maybe Raf's the guy
0: Tag me in, let's go. Raf could do it let's ride Raf, you, you and Nick you
1: and Nick could do that man oh, i want, i want I want a shot at it.
0: Got I can make that happen. Get the you know the ice that, box right?
1: rolling. Raff, he could do it. Bring the- it. He can make it happen.
0: <laughs> I, I announced um, wrestling one year for um, Nebraska hosted the um, Greco Roman at wrestling or whatever, and the coach is like, "I want you to announce it like WWE wrestling." That was a pretty good time.
1: Well enough about Raff. Yeah. Uh, let's go. <laughs> It's, it's pick on Ralph Monday. No, you're you not set yourself
0: yet. up,
3: dude. Everybody's Coach Russo,
1: me. you guys have not lost since April 7th. Actually, no, long long April, long? April 1st is the last time you guys lost. And um, since then, you've ran through Omaha, of course, the, the epic win over Fargo. Cam, what's happening, brother? Coach, it's good to see you both. Cam, dude, when you walk, dude, you look like a point guard, man. <laughs> you look like you can play all, the, all positions, brother.
3: I don't know about point guard. I'm not too good at basketball. I think <laughs> <laughs> not much for shooter, but in the in the paint, I'm pretty good. I
2: could imagine that being in the paint. You I know, could it's funny. That. You said he's a he'd be a point guard in basketball. He's a he's a massive goalie in the in Isn't in the, the hockey world, right? At six right. three, but six three small when you start talking about basketball. It is that's yeah. that's true.
1: That's true. Yes, he'd be a small point guard at six three in today's NBA as yes, far as that goes. But
2: that's a big goalie that that's heading towards the national he hockey. He is
1: league. man. I looked at you. I was like, okay, you were like in the door frame. I'm like, that's 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 a tall dude right there. So, Cam, when you first start, where are you from? When you first started playing hockey, tell us your story, man.
3: Um, I'm from Orleans, Ontario, um, Ottawa, is the capital, and uh, started playing. I started skating when I was about three. My oh wow, my dad just wanted me to learn how to skate and. Um, I have an older brother, and he went out for skating lessons, and he didn't like it, and my parents already paid for it, so they kind of just threw me out there, because someone <laughs> someone was going out. Next man up. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> Not wasting that money. And, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I kind of just stuck with it, and I just kind of fell in love with it. I started off as a player, um, and then when I turned to Adam, I don't know what that would be in uh, the States. Might. You eight, Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, sw- I switched to a goalie, because I always begged my dad to be a goalie when I turned to Adam, and mm. um, kind of just... Fell in love with it and I stuck with it ever since. So. That was like the best 50, um, 60 bucks his parents ever spent. Right? <laughs> 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 investment. Well done. Hey coach, that was a very nice investment. <laughs> yes. So i yeah. have
1: been playing goalie ever since?
3: Yeah, I've just stuck with it and I've loved it and just played all till U18 in Ottawa and then I went to Utica and then got drafted here and made the team here and. Awesome. Story. Story. And then we were, we were
0: talking before you came on that you were drafted by the Vegas Golden Knights in mm-hmm. the, I believe, the fourth round of yep. the, tw- I think it was pick 128. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Nick, Nick's being mean to me today. So I, I feel like he's giving me the. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I can feel that attitude a little bit. What have I bit? done to you, oh my Nick? God. Oh. <laughs> Nick, Nick never treats me that way <laughs> I, mean, for the and
0: I just see him just glaring at me the whole time like, every time
2: I'm in here he's like my best friend so I don't know I don't what's going on with you today we used to be
0: friends not anymore <laughs> so, you're, so you're drafted in the fourth round by the Vegas Golden Knights so how does that work for you with that can you decide like when you want to finally sign with them how long do they hold your rights for how does that play out I guess
3: um I guess it's really their decision on when they sign me. I'm not really so too good with that kind of stuff, but
2: I can I can uh, elaborate a little bit there. Cam is going to Northeastern University. Uh, awesome. And in in the the hockey world, uh you you get drafted, but it's different than football or basketball. You get drafted and and your rights are retained for uh I believe it's 5 years. And so he he was drafted last year played another year at junior played a few years of of college hockey and then when the time is right then then either they're going to say hey we'd like you to come in now and and we've got a an NHL contract for you or we've got a two-way NHL AHL deal for you uh and then cam has the right to say well no I'm going to go back to school uh, I'm not ready to to play pro, or yes, I I'll sign that contract. I'm going to give up the remainder of my eligibility, mm-hmm. and I'm going to start my pro career. So, that'll be something that that when the time comes, Cam will manage with uh, with his agent a, at that point, and and uh, and with his college coaches, and and figure out what the best fit is.
1: Awesome, awesome. Cam me, Coach, when you look when you're looking for what are some of the tang intangibles and characteristics that uh, Cam brings as a as a as a goalie man what makes a good goalie and why is he a great one
2: uh well there's some things you can teach there's some things you can't teach obviously you guys were just talking about about his size and and his stature and when you get to that 62 63 64 range mm-hmm. you're you've got the the intangibles of the the physical presence in that yes. yeah uh but what we love about Cam is his poise his patience he's mm-hmm. got good feet uh, his his technical elements of his game are very good and and that's a tribute to Cam, that's a tribute to our, our goalie coach, our Bry, who is with him on a daily basis. And, and then there's the competitive side of it. Mm-hmm. Never given up on a puck. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and when he does find himself in a tough situation, battling to make saves. And, and uh, you know, we know when Cam's in the net, he's given us the best effort that he can every single time. And, mm-hmm. and he's the type of goalie that, that doesn't want it in the net during practice either. And I I've like had that. goalies that kind of go through the motions in practice, they get what they need, but you don't see that really competitive spirit come out. Mm-hmm. Cam doesn't want to get scored on in practice. And oh, and I God. love that because that brings the energy level up for mm-hmm. everybody throughout the course of the day because there's, there's always a, a competitive element no matter what we're doing.
1: Cam, you could have been a husker back in the 90s, baby, with that mentality, man. It's like the black shirts. They didn't care. For let them score. Practice game. You didn't want to get scored on. And that was the, the dogged mentality that led to the success of that team and which lead you guys' success right now. Cam, being a goalie that you are, you know, life of the net. That's why I kind of say life of the net. You don't want anybody in the that's your house. Mm-hmm. What's your mindset? Because Coach just talked about the poise that you have, that you don't even like people scoring on you in a practice. Mm-hmm. That is different from a of, of today's athlete, not overall, but characteristically being called soft etc you're the exact opposite of that where did you form your mindset that you have right now it's like i don't want anybody scoring on me in practice i don't care if i'm in my sleep i don't want you practice uh scoring on me where did you develop that type of mindset at
3: um it's kind of just grown over the years i mean um i've always kind of had to face a lot of adversity throughout my hockey career um in u18 um well first year of my triple a season i got cut from the team Mm. um so i've always been kind of like you know always been the underdog kind of thing and um, then the second year I also made the team and then when we won the championship that year and then I got drafted into U eighteen, made the team, didn't have a great year, and then the second year I came back and they cut me from the team I was on. So then um I've always just kinda had to face that adversity and then in Utica our coach always tried to bring in different goalies, trying to take my job and stuff like that. So I've kinda just always had that mentality mm. that like it's every man for himself kind of thing and I just gotta just gotta prove that you're that you're good enough, right? And well, then um
2: last year was probably uh, a good a good year for Cam. Right. And you can elaborate. But we had Caden Barico as well. And and uh, Caden played two years for the U.S. national team. And and so he had a lot of junior experience. And uh, I think that you and and Caden had a really good relationship yeah. and were able to push each other in a in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And uh, both guys kind of rooted for the other one. Now selfishly, they both wanted the net. Oh, absolutely! But but kind of rooted for each other, and and uh, and had a good relationship where they they pushed each other. And I think that was probably a big turning point for you when it comes to your development.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, Berkey was amazing. He was probably one of my best friends on the team, and mm-hmm. um, you know you don't really get that relationship too often with the other goalie, you know, because obviously you're fighting for one job. And um, but yeah, when I got there, it kind of watched him like he was he was a pro when he got there you know he had two years at the program and Mm -hmm. um you know me coming from the ncdc which is a lower end league and just kind of learning from him and seeing how competitive he was and how much he he didn't want that puck to go in the net after every shot in practice and stuff so um yeah i learned a lot from him and um it was a big year for me in development i mean um had a lot going on in the background with the nhl and Mm. um the schools trying to recruit me and stuff like that and um, there's a lot mentally to like digest throughout the year and um, Berkey having Berkey there was huge for me for sure.
2: I, I, yeah. I think a lot of our fans don't realize the the outside noise that, oh, that sure. our guys are dealing with and and you know when when you equate it to the Huskers right those guys the, there's guys that know they're going to get drafted right mm-hmm. and so they've got to play that year knowing full well I'm going to get drafted at the end of this season but These guys are dealing with all year long. Mm. They're dealing with interviews. They're dealing with with NHL scouts standing in the building. Can I spend time with him? Can I take him to dinner? Mm -hmm. They've got at this point they're called family advisors. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's be honest, we know what they are, right? right? So (laughs) um, you know, but they've got agents and they've got they've got uh, constant constant background noise. And then Cameron Cameron comes in. He's got no scholarship. He plays one game. I'm, I'm at home last year. My, my wife is having our daughter, so I missed our first two games of the mm-hmm. year. Caden played the first game. Cameron played the second game. My daughter's born that morning. <laughs> I, I go home to put the older one to bed, and he's playing. It's the middle of the game, mm. and my phone is blowing up. Notre Dame, Ohio State, wow. North Dakota – um, Northeastern, they're calling me in the middle of the game because they know I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Where are you? What What is up with this whitehead <laughs> kid? Like, who is this kid? Where did he come from? And and so, you know, by by the time he gets out of the net at the end of the game, he's got eight full scholarship offers. Wow. And so now it's go through the process of where do you want to go? Everybody's pulling in different directions. Everybody's yeah. got a different opinion. And so... You know, he's going to Northeastern, which is a great situation. He's replacing Devin Levi, who's been the number one goalie in college hockey for the wow. last two years, just signed his pro deal with Buffalo. So um, there's a lot of stuff that, that goes yeah. on behind the scenes That's that wild. nobody really uh, recognizes. And so to to be 18 years old and keep yourself focused and mm-hmm. play at the, the, the level that these guys are playing at with all the outside noise is impressive. That's phenomenal. That's
1: Go ahead, bro.
0: I got to ask you a question. I've always wondered this. Playing goalie got a lot of padding on and stuff like that. So when people are firing those pucks, they're lasers. I'd like to say. Does it ever hurt? Do you ever?
3: It, it, there's spots that are, finds finds some bone and it hurts a little bit, but other than that, it's really <laughs> it does. I've always
0: wondered that. I'm like, you can have so much padding, but you know, like kind of like playing catcher. You know, there's some spots that kind of open. So know, just...
3: yeah, there's a lot of padding there. You don't really, you don't even really think about it. To be honest. It's nice. How fast <laughs> is that puck coming at you? Average. This level probably like seventy. No, you're 80? you're not.
2: Uh, at this level, mm-hmm. a one timer is gonna get in into the high eighties, low nineties. Good 90s. lord, good man! man. Yeah. I, I <laughs> see you're protecting that. I'd be ducking. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Look out, <laughs>
1: coach! I wouldn't make a good goalie. Would I? <laughs> no, I'm no. not sure you'd make a
2: good defenseman either. If you're not gonna be blocking <laughs> We got to take care of Whitey. We block as many pucks as that's we right. can, too. But we know if they get through, he's going to stop them. He's going to stop the, it. If the more we can keep out of that blue paint, the better. The better. I know
1: why. Whitey. Okay, you're playing goalie. Other, your other teammates, they're out there. They're skating around. It's, you're kind of a. You kind of. You're by yourself a lot of the time. A lot of the game. At least mm-hmm. that's the goal. Yeah, that's the goal. How is that? How do you keep yourself? in Obviously, because you're in a game. You ever find yourself, I mean, because your defense is playing so good, they're never coming, up, you're, you're coming at your side of the ice, you ever find yourself uh, just like, man, I want some action, but you really don't want the action, but it's like, you want to get in the mix a little bit?
3: Yeah, there's some games where you get like 15 shots, and those are probably the hardest games, because you're staying there for 10 minutes at a time, right. and just not seeing anything, and sometimes you like when you have a 30-shot game, because you kind of find a groove, and you're just yeah, kind of flowing with flow. the game, and... Um, so yeah, those 15 game shots are a little bit hard, but you kind of just work on your mindset. You stay focused. Stay and you dialed just yeah. Tell yourself to just keep competing no matter what happens. Like even if you get one shot in a period, you know mm-hmm. you just gotta you gotta save that shot. So the, those are weird. also
2: the worst games for the coach. We I remember a couple of years ago we start out the game. We've got the first 13 shots on net. We're dominating the game. We're in their mm-hmm. end. Uh, they can't even get out of their end. They we make a mistake. We turn it over. First shot goes in our nets. It's one nothing them. And it's like, we're out shooting them 13 to one and they're winning one, nothing. So that, mm-hmm. that's where your goalie has got to really be focused mm-hmm. and know, Hey, I mean, I got to make a save when it's time, right. Right. but how do you, how do you, I mean, you're not going to stay engaged. You're not going to keep knees bent and you're, mm-hmm. I mean, guys are standing up ready for, for that action. So right. it's a, in my opinion, and obviously I'm biased cause cause I'm a hockey guy, but I believe that goaltender is the, the most challenging position in mm-hmm. all of sports. And and it's also the most important position in all of sports, and and I can say that because the Baltimore Ravens won a, an NFL championship with Trent Dilfer as their quarterback. So um, that that to me says you can win a Super Bowl without an elite quarterback. No offense, Trent, if you're listening to the drive this morning in Lincoln, but. If you do not have good goaltending, you cannot win, right. period. And there's no other sport where you can survive without that one position. That's true. Like, like the, the goaltending position in hockey. That is
1: so true. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, Coach. You guys have Tri-City coming up, right? Yes. Tri-City coming up. And uh, one of our texters says, thanks for jinxing me. I started laughing. I'm, who said that on the text line? I, I laugh at that as far as jinxing because great teams don't think that way.
2: There's I don't even I'm not sure what we could jinx at yeah. this point.
1: No, d I, I don't even think about I don't even think about being jinxed. We think that when you win you win, regardless of when the last time you lost or won, regardless of what it is. You got Tri City coming up. What's what's the kind of the uh, the uh, the scouting report
2: on Tri City? They're talented. They mm-hmm. they've got uh, they've got a boatload of really good forwards. they've got a, a little bit of a younger decor and uh, and they've got some, some hit or miss goaltending. When their goaltending's good, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, when it's not, they struggle and, and that's kind of been their MO all year. They didn't have that last year. They had, uh, an enormous Russian brick wall in their net that you couldn't score on. So it's a a different animal for them, but they're very good club and, uh, and they're, they can't catch us for, for the third place spot right now. So I, they're, they're not playing for a whole lot except for Mm -hmm. maybe just having some, some momentum going into Monday. We're obviously still in that, in that, uh, that race for that, that buy in the, mm-hmm. the first round. And we're one point behind Waterloo. Waterloo's got a tough home and home matchup with, uh, with Dubuque this weekend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we're in two must win situations. And, and so for us, it's one of those deals where, you know, if we, we could win both games and still be playing on Monday. Uh, but but we can't look at it that way we 've got to control what we can control and right. that 's try to win two games this weekend and then if we 're playing on monday that 's what was meant to be and and if Waterloo drops one and we end up stealing that second spot then then we 'll be able to to spend a little bit of time off going into next week but uh we we've been playing playoff hockey for for a month now mm. or longer, and that's been the mentality in our in our locker room and and so you know, the twelve two and one record in the last fifteen is is because that's been our mentality. Every game's a must win game and, and mm-hmm. we're gonna continue on as we as we go to the weekend.
1: I love it. Coach the Puck drops at seven oh five on the twenty first, right? Yes. Seven oh five. I believe we
0: Friday. got a special guest puck dropper there. We do also. we do. Yes.
2: The one and only DP. D-P-Z. The man, <laughs> the myth, the legend.
1: April twenty first, the icebox. Lincoln Stars take on Tri-City, and I tell you what, our very own Derek Pierce will be dropping uh, the first puck uh, that night. Try to come out and support him. Cam, man, it was so, brother, it was a pleasure to meet you, man. I like your mentality. I like that. Even in practice, when Coach Russo you brought that up, I don't even want him to score in practice. I love that mindset. Folks, let's give a big uh, um, shout-out to them on, on Friday when they got that game, Continue to support and Play Saturday as well. Puck drops at 7.05 on Saturday as well. Tri-City there. But you got to Vero Center. Um uh, up in their area Conny. this time. Kearney, yep. Nebraska. Right, Kearney, Nebraska. Yeah. Nebraska. Folks, again, we want to appreciate Coach Russo being on along with Cam Whitehead, Lincoln Stars, folks, We're wishing them nothing but good uh, good luck to take care of business, as they have been doing. A message from our sponsors and our, our, our teammates. We'll be right back on The Drive with AD and Raf.